Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. Hello, everybody, and happy new year. I'm so excited to have Lauren Alexander on the Pivot Podcast, not only because she's a huge fan of the podcast, but she has a super fun success story to share with Pivot Nutrition Coaching. But before we dive into all the things that she's learned and accomplished, Lauren, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Danny. I'm really excited. Um, I'm kind of a mega fan. I'm not going to lie <laughs> about uh, of Danny's and pivots in general. Um, so a little bit about myself. I'm 27. I'm an accountant, but if you follow me on Instagram, you know I probably just wish that I cooked all day. Instead, um, I've been married for just over three years, and my husband is in the army. So currently, we live in Olympia, Washington. We've been here for just a little under a year and it's really awesome to be in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we don't have any kids yet, but I do have three cats and two dogs. So they keep me really busy and on my toes. Uh, yeah. So that's a little bit about myself. And you went to UND, right? That's how we ended up on in the same Instagram circle. Yeah. I actually looked this up last night. We've been following each other since 2021, which is kind of crazy to me. I did go to UND. Um, I was a transfer there. So I started there my sophomore year. And a gal that I was in the business school with, she reposted one of your posts. And at that time, I was really like looking to change my diet and things like that. And so I was like, oh, as a dietitian, she probably knows what she's talking about. So I decided to give you a follow and the rest is history. Yeah, we basically became Instagram besties. Sometimes my husband asks me, who are you talking about? How do you know this person's like, oh, it's my Instagram friend. They're like, he's like, have you met this person? I'm like, no, not in real life. No, never. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to describe you to my husband as, oh, Danny, the RD that I follow on Instagram. But now now he, you're such a part of our lives that I just say Danny. But it was funny because it was always just like, oh, Danny, the RD that I follow on Instagram. Yeah, we almost met in real life, but unfortunately you were in town like five days after I gave birth. So that was yeah. not ideal timing, but yeah, it was, a, it was a close call, but I'll just have to go back another time for sure. Or maybe I should just go to the West coast because that sounds more appealing. Uh, it's really fun. I love it here. So, well, let's dive in to our new year themed episode. And the reason I wanted to have you on the podcast in January, just a few weeks into the new year is because a couple days ago, maybe January 2nd, you sent me a message on Instagram. We have each other's phone numbers, but we just message on Instagram because that's where Instagram. our bond began. Um, yes. And you messaged me and I quote, I think my favorite part about the start of 2024 is that for the first time in the longest time, I'm not thinking, quote, let's binge today because tomorrow's the start of being good or my new year's resolution is to be healthy and lose weight because you've been in pivot nutrition coaching for six months now. 
And it sounds like in the past, in the new year, it was always like a new year, new you that never really got anywhere. Can you speak right. a little on that? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, like, I feel like any typical person in today's age, the new year happens and they're always like you just said, new year, new me. Um, and that was me. I was always like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. I'm going to give up alcohol. I'm not going to have any carbs because that's like very in the media right now. And I'm also going to go to the gym like six times a week. And I've been doing that basically my entire adult life. I feel like, but this year, like you said, I literally messaged you because obviously I'm going to message you, but I, I didn't have to do that. I remember very vividly, my husband and I sat down and we were just like, okay, let's just plan our meals out. Like we have been every day for the last like two or three years, but we've been using now for the last six months, like the, the pivot approach, if you will. I don't, I don't know <laughs> the, um, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about you reaching out about six months ago last summer and you sent me this very long message and my goal when i read it i wasn't like you need to pivot i was like let's talk about this so do you want to share the message not word for word but want to tell people what was going on in your life and why you reached out for my advice yeah i i really just feel like i need to set the stage for everybody um, so I just started tracking macros like a day or two before, and it was calculated by somebody. Um, it was a friend of mine who was like trying to get in to like the health and fitness world. And he was like, you can work with me for free, whatever. Let me just give you macros. And I was like, okay, awesome. Free. We love that. Um, I was, I was literally on day two. And I went over all of my macros and I just remember it absolutely setting me into like a spiral. Like I went into my closet. I was bawling. I would not let my husband come anywhere near me. I didn't even let my animals like in the closet because I was so ashamed and I was so embarrassed. And I thought, why can't I do this? I'm such a failure. And uh, for whatever reason, in that moment, I was like, okay, who do I trust in like the health and wellness and fitness world that I can talk to because like I need to come down from being like this embarrassed. Um, and like I said earlier, I've been following you for so long. We've had many conversations at this point. And I, I just thought to myself, you know what? I know Danny is not going to make fun of me. I know she's not going to force me to like join pivot and say like, it's the only way to fix all of your problems. I know she's just going to listen to me. And so I reached out and I essentially was just trying to figure out like, okay, do I try the, doing this again or do I just give up because I'm a failure at this point? And you being you sent me so many voice notes about, okay, let's just talk about this. Let's figure this out. You know, things like that of that nature. Um, and not once did you ever try to push pivot on me. And I think that's actually ultimately what made me join pivot was because I never felt any pressure from you. I just felt compassion and understanding. And I had been wrestling with, do I join pivot or do I not join pivot? Because up to that point, I hated my body. I hated how I looked in my clothes. None of my clothes really even fit. I always had to go up in sizes. I hated how I looked in every single picture. Um, and always made my husband take like 9,000 photos of me when we ever did anything that involved leaving the house just for him, just for me to say, 
okay, I actually hate these. Can you try again? And things like that. Um, but that's why I ultimately decided to join Pivot was just because of how you handled that conversation. And it's truly the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, it was so fun. That follow-up message after your new year message, it was something like Pivot was life-changing and not because you lost 50 pounds. It was it was not really about the number on the scale at the end of the day. Yes, you wanted to lose weight. Yes, you wanted to be more confident. But as you know from now experiencing the program, it's more than just weight loss. Um, but it didn't come that easy, right? So yes, there was weight <laughs> loss. Um, you know, that was kind of why you started working with this other person with macros. But I know that at the beginning, you were still hesitant or like, I don't know, because the beginning was hard. Can you talk a little bit about maybe the the first month or the first session? Because you had reached out, you're like, I don't know if this is the right fit. But then fast forward and you're like, this is the best thing that ever happened. So talk about why was it so hard or why were you skeptical at the beginning? Yeah, so I definitely went into Pivot, you know, kind of already thinking like, okay, what really is going to change? Because, you know, I thought that I was the type of person who I ate pretty well. Like I've been meal prepping since like 2016, you know, like my food game I thought was down. But I'm also the type of person who before Pivot, Weekends went out the window for me. I was going to brunch every weekend. I was going out to eat for the entire weekend. I was boozing and cruising and loving life, um, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but moderation on the weekends did not exist in my head. And so I really struggled in the beginning with what is this really going to do for me? Like, is my coach actually going to be able to help me? Because she's being so nice to me, but I feel like I need a stern kick in the butt at this point, um, which is kind of crazy looking back on it because Sarah's actually taught me so much about how to just be more compassionate uh, with yourself, which was not a side effect of what I thought Pivot would give me. Um, but yeah, just the biggest thing for me when I first joined was I didn't realize I thought I was doing all of the right things and I didn't realize that I actually was just only doing the right things some of the time. Um, and the weekends do matter. And that just wasn't really necessarily a thought, which is kind of silly to think about at this point. Um, and I also just wasn't moving my body a lot. I'm an accountant. So like that involves a lot of um, numbers and spreadsheets and sitting at a desk all day long. And I would go to the gym maybe twice a month. Yeah, those weekends do matter, even if it's just, you know, one day, that one day, we sometimes we say one day isn't going to make or break your results. But if that one day is 4000 calories every Saturday or every Friday, it does make a difference. It really depends on the situation and your weekends were like, woo party, and then you would meal right. prep Sunday. But even if you meal prep, that's where the awareness piece comes in. Meal prep can be healthy but it could also be high calorie, which does not help with weight loss, right? Healthy and low calorie are not the same thing. And I'm not saying that you have to eat 800 calories to lose weight, as you know, but that's something that we see often where people are doing a lot of the right things, like they're meal prepping and things like that. But meal prep does not equal weight loss, right? right. You have right. to be in a calorie deficit 
And, you know, effort does not equal results. You have to do specific things, AKA calorie deficit to see some results. But yeah, it's funny to think back at the beginning when you reached out and you're like, I don't think this is working. My coach isn't like mean enough almost. Like I think she, yeah. she, she why is she so nice? And I was like, because this isn't supposed to be like a Hitler program where <laughs> like, it's almost like you thought you should have been more restricted, right? Right. No, a hundred percent. I remember just thinking back, like I remember um, sitting there and being like, okay, I'm not doing anything, you know? And I really like the approach that pivot takes because you don't have to go all or nothing. Like it's it, like I said earlier, it's not a new year, new me or things like that. Uh, we just slowly built upon habits. So it doesn't really feel like you're changing that much, but then you look back six months down the road and you're like, Oh dang, I'm a completely different person. How did that happen? Mm -hmm. What would you say was the most difficult thing about the program or what was the biggest challenge or barrier for you? Okay, for me, I think I really had two big challenges um, that came up and up again and again in my program, um, which I'm sure Sarah, shout out if you're listening, <laughs> you probably agree with these. But the first one is I really struggled with like having that I have to be perfect mindset. Otherwise, I'm failing. You know, I am a type A kind of person. I'm an oldest daughter. So like I really have that like everyone's looking at me to be perfect kind of persona. Um, and I've just always really been hard on myself and I've really expected a lot of myself. So like the minute that I mess up or I get off course, I kind of tend to like snowball and I just let that ruin the rest of my week. And then I'm like, okay, I'll start again on Monday, you know, things like that. But Pivot really taught me that every meal is a chance to start over and every meal you are able to change the course of your day, things like that. Um, and now I don't have to wait, you know, for Monday to come around to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be good again. You know, I like, I do everything that I want to do with my habits on the weekends now. But then I think the second thing that was really hard for me was moving my body. Um, but I've just kind of changed my schedule around where now I wake up earlier and I go, that starts with going to bed earlier, uh, which I wasn't doing pre-pivot. But I go to bed earlier so then I can wake up, knock a workout out. Sometimes if I choose to sleep in, I don't get my steps in, but sometimes I do. And then that just pushes me forward, like past the quote finish line of getting all the steps in, in a day that I wanted to get in that I wasn't previously doing. Mm -hmm. I see often on your Instagram where you'll post was going to do this, but instead went for a walk, which what I, I would have never done before. But this is what's helped me look and feel better. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I and something that Sarah said to me was, are you actually doing things that are going to make you feel better? Or is it just like a temporary bandaid? Like I went through a period during my visit or my pivot um, coaching period where I was really struggling with work. I was having a really hard time. And like, I just really wanted to lay in bed and watch trashy TV and drink wine. You know, like it was just really hard for me to do anything. And in one of our calls, Sarah said that we're like, well, is this a temporary fix or is it actually something that will make you feel better? And that's when it kind of, you know, hit me like, oh, 
you know, I feel a lot better after I go for a walk or I feel a lot better after I eat vegetables or um, do a 30 minute strength training workout versus I don't really feel a lot better if I stay up late drinking a glass of wine, watching Netflix and eating a frozen pizza, you know, like it's all these things that are supposed to be like, quote, self-care um, that really self-care is just moving your body and fueling it correctly. It sounds like your definition of self-care has changed after Pivot. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's crazy. I've said this to my husband so many times. I just can't believe the person that I used to be and like the coping mechanisms I used to have versus what I have now. What would you say you're most proud of accomplishing over the last six months or your your biggest victory, whether it's a non-scale victory or maybe it is a weight loss, you know, scale victory? Yeah, I think for me, I have a couple of things that I'm really, really proud of. Um, the first one would just be, you know, my mindset and my lifestyle change. Like I have since graduated from Pivot and I was so afraid that once I graduated, X amount of time that I spent in it, whether it be six months, nine months, 12 months, would have just gone out the window and I would have reverted back to how I lived my life before. But no, y'all, I'm sticking with this, which is so crazy to me. Um, and it all just comes naturally, which I think is the most important part. You know, like I don't feel like I have to force myself to eat vegetables. I don't feel like I have to force myself to go do my strength training workouts anymore, which Sarah, you should be really proud because I had to force myself for a while while I was in pivot to work out. And now I don't have to do that, you know, but I also know that I'm allowed to go to a brewery with my friends if I want to like go have a couple beers or if my husband and I were, were rigged football fans, it's almost playoffs in the football. Like if we want to go out to B-dubs and have some beers and eat some wings, that's okay. But then we go and we plan our meals and then go grocery shopping afterwards. You know, it's all about that balance, I feel like, which was something I really struggled with before. You know, I would always, if I did those things before, I felt like I was failing my like quote diet, but now I just know I'm having a one-off experience and that's fun. And then I'm going to go do all the things I also know should make, like will make me feel better. Um, but then another thing that, uh, I guess you could call a non-scale victory that I was not expecting at all to happen with Pivot was I am a lot nicer to myself. My self-talk is a lot nicer. Um, and like you said, like I literally thought that Sarah was being too nice to me um, in the beginning. But I I just remember week in and week out filling out my check at like my check-in forms that you do before your meeting with your coach. And I was so hard on myself. And then Sarah would look at everything I was journaling that week and then come into our call. And she's like, why do you feel like this? Like everything that you did this week is actually really good. Like you had a great week. Like, sure, you went out to eat, but that that's OK. I'm not telling you not to do that. And that finally, just like after hearing that week in and week in, week in and week out, it just made me realize like, hey, I am actually doing a lot better than I think I'm doing. But that's also translated into other parts of my life, you know, my job, me as a wife, things like that. I love that so much, especially because it was an unexpected win. And like you said, at the beginning, you're like, I don't, Sarah might not be the right coach for me because she's too nice. And I said, 
well, why do you think that? And you're like, well, she's not like telling me to be perfect. And I, if I'm not perfect, how am I going to see results? I'm like, well, you're not going to have long-term results if you are aiming for perfection because perfection is unsustainable. She's being nice because balance is possible. And now that you have balance, it all makes sense. Exactly. I love that self-love, self-compassion. It reminds me a little of a, an episode that I recorded, I think almost exactly a year ago with Claire, where the goal was weight loss and weight loss wasn't happening. And then she finally just kind of let go of that, you know, perfection mindset. And I have to, you know, do all the things like perfect every day. And it was just more of like a a self-love kind of victory at the end, which is better than any number on the scale when you have a little bit more self-love, self-acceptance and just balance in your life. Because it is hard at first, like you said, with the strength training workouts at first, it's a chore, right? It's like, my coach is almost making me do this and I don't want to. And that's normal. It's normal for health and fitness goals at first to feel really hard and to feel like a homework assignment. But over time, you start to feel better. And then Mm. it becomes less of a chore and more of I feel my best when I do these. So now it's enjoyable because I feel so good. Right. Yeah, no, I literally could not agree more. Um, One thing that happened a lot while I was in Pivot, literally a week into me being in Pivot, I went to Hawaii, you know, like I travel a lot, whether it be for work, my husband's job, um, visiting friends because we're in the military. So we're nowhere near anybody that we care about except for other military friends. Um, and so we traveled, we had like six weddings to go to this year. And it, of course, wedding season, you know, it's all over like three, four months. So it was just back to back to back to back. And I remember pre pivot, just thinking like, wow, I always come home feeling like absolute garbage from being out of my routine, like being out of my things like that. But then as I was going through pivot, um, I, like, I remember seeing, you know, this first trip, I come home feeling like absolute garbage. The second trip, I added a little bit more vegetables in. So I don't feel as garbagey as the, I did coming home from that first trip. Just things like that where I would, okay, I can actually put my habits on my trips. Like it doesn't have to be exclusively while I'm at home. And now I come home from trips like it's no big deal because I know what my body needs and what my body wants. And I know that it's okay to give it to my body, which it sounds silly looking back now, but that just wasn't a thought to me before. It was always, well, we're going out of town. Like let's party it up and things like that. And now sure. Like I'll party it up, but I'll also go to bed pretty early. I'll also like eat my vegetables while I'm there. I'll also like try to get a walk in. Like if it, if it fits, you know, things like that. So Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because oftentimes people reach out and say, but I have all this stuff happening. So is this the right time? It's never going to be the perfect time. And there's always going to be trips and weddings. Sometimes some years more than others in 2017, I had eight back to back weddings and that was insane. Kind of like what you just had, but life is always going to happen. And these habits can be implemented. Sure. You're still going to have some drinks at the wedding and some fun foods, but it doesn't mean it needs to be this all or nothing. Every single wedding is like you're off your game for four days and then you start back up Monday. It's just how can I implement some of these habits 
while I travel so that I don't feel like garbage and I can stay in line with my goals. So there's more of a, a balance there, which is, which is great because these things will always come up. Exactly. What would you say is your number one takeaway from working with Sarah, from Pivot, from following me for the last couple of years? Is there something that we said that really just is ingrained in your brain from the last six months? Yeah. So I think my biggest takeaway um, is that nutrition and just like a healthy lifestyle in general, in general, um, they're not actually like unattainable, you know, like I feel like the internet has so much information out there about you can only be skinny if you don't eat carbs or like you have to do our like 20 day juice cleanse. And that's the only way that you're going to like see the results that you need and things like that. And, um, I, I remember that when I was first in the program, I reached out to you like through one of our many Instagram DMs. And I just remember panicking. It was like week two or three. And I was like, I don't know what carb I should have. You know, like I really want couscous, but like that doesn't have a lot of fiber in it or th something like that, you know, of that nature. And you were just like, do not overcomplicate it. You need a protein, you need a carb, and we like high fiber carbs, like that's true. And you need a, a color, a vegetable, you know, like that's it. It does not have to be this big extravagant thing, um, which is it, that kind of stuck with me. But then also, I feel like something that really sticks in my head was something that Sarah said on one of our one on one calls. And I really feel like I kind of need to preface this by saying Sarah's literally like the nicest human being on the face of the planet. And also, I think we all need some tough love sometimes. But we were talking and I don't remember exactly like what we, we had been talking about, but I think I was just like kind of talking about why I couldn't exercise really as much as I wanted to that week for whatever reason. And she just goes, at what point are you just making excuses? And I don't know what about that it was in that moment, but that blew my mind. And I hear that to this day of like, okay, I'm sitting and scrolling on Instagram for like 30 minutes. My workout could have already been done at this point, you know, like, at what point are you just making excuses? Because things come up all the time. Like work for me right now is absolutely insane. But I just change my day. I pivot my day, if you will, um, to make sure I still accomplish my goals because I'm not going to make excuses about why I can't do this or why I can't do this when I know that it's going to make me feel better. I love that Sarah said that because I've never seen that side of her. So now I'm just like, yes, yes. Sarah, just <laughs> feel like, you know, throwing in that bold statement. Yeah. No, At what point are you just day. making excuses? Yes. I can't picture her saying that with a straight face, but I'm trying I to. I was a little afraid of her in that moment. I was like, dang, okay, Sarah. Like, okay. Like I, girl. I give a lot of tough love as you can imagine. Um, yeah. But that's, I like that. I never knew that. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I think what I like about your takeaways is that it sounds like you realize that nutrition is simpler than you think and that people mm. tend to overcomplicate it. Kind of like your couscous thing. I forgot all about that conversation. As you're mentioning the couscous, I vividly remember telling you like, 
why are you overthinking couscous? What is happening right now? Sometimes yeah. I'm just like, what? I'm like yeah. protein, carb, color, protein, carb, color, pick a carb. If it's low in fiber, have a veggie that's high in fiber. And you're like, oh, it's that easy. That makes right. me feel so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, now when Colin and I plan our meals for the week, I literally am just like, okay, what's going to be our protein? What's going to be our carb? And what's going to be our color? And I've said it so many times that we were planning our meals this past week. And he was like, okay, what do you think our carb should be for this? And I was like, yes, you are doing it. You know, I'm so proud of you. So it's just ingrained in us now that we just have to have these three things and then you have a balanced meal and that's all it takes. Like it's really not that hard. And I, the internet tells you like, there's all these rules. You can't eat, if, eat after 6 PM, like things like that. And it's just, it's silly. You know, they're trying to sell you something that you don't really need so yeah and you are the meal prep meal ideas queen when i first had chloe back in october all i wanted was for lauren to come cook for me because her meals always look so fun and pretty and they're not super fancy sometimes you get a little yeah. fancy a little sometimes. bit sometimes usually like, on the ooh. weekend only <laughs> yeah and i'm like ooh, fancy and you're like not really just did this but Yes. It's funny how you kind of have like a nutrition Instagram, but your job is no, I love completely it. <laughs> the opposite. I think it's just that balance that you need in your life, like from spreadsheets to, you know, putting some, you know, fun into your, your food stuff. Right. But yeah. No, I actually had multiple people reach out to me in the new year and they're like, can you give me meal ideas for this? And I was like, I've made it. You know, I am so happy that I've branded myself so well on my Instagram that people just know she knows food stuff. Maybe one day you'll work for Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Now, it's the new year. Circling back to where we started our conversation today. How would you describe how you feel January 2024 compared to all the Januaries in the past? Maybe like one or two words to describe the difference between new year this time around versus the last couple of years. I feel if I had to put it in like two separate words, the first one that comes to mind is like freedom. And then the second one that comes to mind is excitement. Um, I feel like for the first time, really, I have the freedom to know that I don't have to cut all these things out of my life. You know, I can just add things to my life that will so help me reach my goals. And then I'm also the excitement comes from you know, knowing I've really got the food aspect of things down. Now let's see how I can propel myself forward in the moving of my body to see what I will accomplish in 2024. I said earlier that we live in the Pacific Northwest and they're known for all these awesome hikes um, and uh, like really cool places to explore. Um, and now that, you know, I have a little bit more cardio in my life, I feel like I'll actually have the opportunity to go climb some mountains or, um, you know, just check out our surroundings and enjoy it and not have to feel uncomfortable, but also like posting of the photos, you know, I'm excited to post photos of me at the top of a mountain or whatever I'm doing, you know, just because I don't hate my body anymore. And it's the first time in as long as I can remember that I don't hate my body. Like I have a very vivid memory of me being in 
middle school, maybe even high school at cheer practice. And we had all these mirrors in front and I was like standing in my position for um, the beginning of our dance. And I just remember looking at my body. I was probably like, I don't know, 80 pounds. Like I was a tiny little thing. And I just saw like a little bit of like stomach flab. And I was like, wow, I'm so fat. And I feel like that's a very common thing for women is you remember a part of your life where you look back and you're like, wow, I thought I was so fat. But then I see photos of myself and realize I was actually so skinny. And so it's just kind of, I don't have to worry about hating my body anymore, um, which is something that I'm really happy that pivot brought to me. And it's more than any number on the scale you'll ever see is that feeling of freedom, self-acceptance. I have chills because it, it really is exciting. And when you're excited about eating healthy, when you're excited about exercising, that's sustainable. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so excited to see what 2024 has for me. Any final thoughts or comments? Maybe someone feels the way that you felt six months ago, maybe not crying in a closet, you know, without the animals, (laughs) but just feeling, I hate my body. I hate being in pictures. I feel confused and not, oh, go do pivot. But just if you ran into someone like maybe a woman or that just like, felt the way you did, like what, what one piece of advice would you give them? I think if everyone listening takes away anything from this conversation today, I really hope that it's just get started and don't expect yourself to be perfect along the way. Maybe you just start, like maybe you want a meal prep, but maybe you just start by planning a couple meals ahead of time, you know, like one week at a time or things like that. Or maybe you really want to get into exercise. Uh, start by like you just start by going on a walk a day and then slowly build up to that, you know, or maybe you hate how you have the inner voice in your head telling you you're not good enough. Just start by being a little bit more compassionate with yourself. You know, I think we as women really have this narrative on us that we have to be perfect at all times. Otherwise, we're going to be rejected. And I just really don't think that that's the case anymore. You know, I don't think that that's true because we're not, we should not be expected to be perfect. We're human, you know, at the end of the day and we're going to fail or we're going to mess up or we're going to have a bump in the road, whatever you want to call it. And the thing that I really appreciate about myself now, and I think I have pivot to credit for that is that once I do fail or once I do hit a bump in the road, I know that I can change my course of action. You know, I know that it will be okay. I will learn from the mistakes I made and I'll just keep going forward. And so I really just want to say to anyone listening or anyone who feels how I feel, just get started and be okay with messing up because you're going to, because you're human. Just get started. My favorite line is very similar to that is imperfect action beats standing still. It's, mm-hmm. it's never going to be perfect. And you don't have to have it all figured out. Just just start, just take that one step forward. And it doesn't have to be this big change. Like you said, it could be go for a walk every day. And that little one thing is going to start to make a difference. So I love that. Exactly. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being on the podcast. I know you said it was a dream come true. That was like a dream dream come true for me. I'm so excited. And (laughs) can't wait to 
meet in person one day since we've been the gram friends on the gram for so long. There's nothing better than meeting Instagram friends in real life. So I can't wait uh, for us to do that and cook together. We sh- we need to yes, cook together. Yes, we need to. Yes, Protein, I love carb, cooking. Color, let's do it. Woo! <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at DannyVRD or visit our website, pivotnutritioncoaching.com. Thanks for listening.